Hello there. This is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hello, everyone. This is Melissa Cowan. And Jana Barkas. And we're with Hoofing It Podcast. And today we have the president of Kansas Western Horseman, Kelly Farrell. Hi, Kelly, and welcome. Hello, Melissa Jana. Thank you for having me. We're excited to talk to you today. Yes, we are. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the Kansas Western Horsemen and, and tell us how you got involved? I can. Kansas Western Horsemen's Association is excited to be celebrating our 75th year. And I'm not going to say that I was involved for all of those years. <laughs> I did start when I was three, so I've been in it over 50 Oh, years. that's cool. So, uh, very, very wonderful association. Obviously, family-oriented. We go by KWHA. Um, it does indicate kind of we're on the western side of the state, but basically we cover the two-thirds of the western side of the state. We don't have a lot of activity there on the east side, but basically a group of horse people got together many, many years ago and started doing Gymkhana-type events. They do have horsemanship, pleasure, reining, but we've got, oh, probably more than 15 running events that we do, all varieties of some barrels and poles and uh, different tricks of the trade. But it, we basically have a well, spring and summer schedule and saddle clubs are able to host association events in, using our rule book. And at the end of the year, we have a state finals where everybody assembles if they've met all the criteria to be there and have a lot of fun a lot of family we had last year our oldest state show competitor with 72 and our youngest was two. So oh, that's very exciting family oriented yeah. yeah so you you can meet a lot of new friends there and have family fun absolutely you know a lot of the we did my husband and i did break away from from this area for a while and raised our children in oklahoma and we had rodeos, but the kids were able to rodeo. Mom and dad couldn't. Um, so this is definitely a situation where mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, kids, grandkids can all participate at the same time in their appropriate age categories. I call the one that I'm in now the experience division, although I think they call it officially the senior division. <laughs> I um, like that experience division better. I'm in that division. Yeah, we're, we're in that division yeah. with you, Kelly. <laughs> so, you know, we, they've added that. We've had some changes over time. We have the 1 to 9 age groups, 10 to 13, 14 to 17. And it used to just be the senior division or the adult division. And then they broke it off. And I believe we have the 50-year-olds now that kind of ventured out into the senior division. But we also have men and women split up now. We used to all compete against each other. Um, but there's some multiple events, too. It's really, really fun. We've got rescue race. We've got a saddle and rescue uh, some of our old timers used to do what they called the trailer race, where you pull a little two horse trailer, if anybody can remember those, into the arena, have a horse in there, and both people will be sitting in the pickup, and the the uh, judge says it's time to go, and both people get out, unload the horse, saddle the horse, ride up and around the barrel, come back, unload the horse or unsaddle the horse, load the horse back up, get in their vehicle, turn the lights on, and the event's done. Isn't so, that fun? That sounds <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. Now, do you still break away? We don't have breakaway in our association just because, we, you know, we have the cattle element to, to add and we don't have to worry about anybody trying to, to get livestock or competition to our area. So we've got 
just the speed events and a few of the judged events and don't really break over venture over into the roping or any goat tying or anything along that nature just because of the added element of having to get livestock there right it's hard it's it's hard to get mm-hmm. so you do trail more. riding events type things too then we don't really have a trail class oh. in our actual association rule book we do have some saddle clubs that will coordinate with their saddle clubs and go off and schedule trail rides maybe at cedar bluff or i think some of them have gone over to wilson lake and there's probably some other areas but an official trail class no okay we do not have that well i was thinking i i had met you guys before and you guys I, somebody was talking to me about trail riding so maybe they were getting ready for an event Yep, I think probably one of the saddle clubs. So basically the saddle clubs are members uh, of the Kansas Western Horsemen's Association. We don't actually have people uh, that are members of the association, just the saddle clubs. And every saddle club has probably something a little bit different going on, but they can host up to two shows each year that count towards our finals. And goodness, we've got well over 30 saddle clubs this year. It's uh, this, The summer schedule is filling up fast. Some of our uh, saddle clubs will schedule two-day shows and make arrangements for people to stay overnight and have stalls available. Uh, some of them will do some evening shows, so we beat the heat kind of scenario. Maybe do, as long as they've got three events on the show bill, we can do a, a qualified show, and all points will count towards state finals. So lots of variety, lots of options. And we go pretty much from Colby, Kansas, down to Bentley, Kansas, down by Wichita, up north to Manhattan, and back south to like Dighton. So pretty good, pretty good area of the state where we have active saddle clubs. It is. And do you travel too, Kelly? Do you go to these places? I do. I actually um, ventured off at at some point there, and, and I'm a professional barrel racer. And my daughter and I are actually kind of getting some colts ready for fraternities right now. So we do allow exhibitions at our shows. So I'm going to be hauling my colts to these shows all summer and getting them ready for their fall fraternity time frame. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, if they turn a barrel, we the pull, whatever they do, if they're listening to me and doing what they're supposed to do, they're going to be very solid animals when it comes time to actually make that barrel race run for the bigger money. So I do travel to some. Um, I basically decided that once I returned home, it was time for me to give back. This association laid the foundation for all of my successes in life with the uh-huh. wine industry. I am a former Miss Rodeo Kansas and Miss College Rodeo from K-State. Um, my husband and I have been to Paris, France to do a rodeo. Um, oh, that's so exciting. Just a ton of opportunities and it was just time to give back. And I, I actually was one of those kids that was bullied growing up in school, and my horses were my sanctuary. So I'm hoping that this association gives a lot of other kids with maybe some challenges back at school the opportunity to explore their creativity and and camaraderie with their friends and their horses and expand their wings. Oh, I love it. We appreciate that that a lot. Mm -hmm. That's that's what Hoofing It Podcast is all about is – how horses help our, our mental health. and That's right. That's our focus. I, yeah. I told my husband a long time ago, don't make me choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he'd win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by... 
Better Equine, the manufacturer of BE saddle pads. Bee Tree, pure and natural skin and body care products. And Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. And now we're back. Well, are you, so you're getting ready to travel to the Equifest, is that right? We are. We, because it's our 75th anniversary, we did uh, get our board approval to go ahead and be there for the full four days. And we will have some demonstrations set up. Some of our youth and, and other adults will be joining us to demonstrate a couple of our fun speed events. Obviously, it's a 10-minute session, so we want to be able to get things set up and out of the arena. So it would be very difficult to do trailer race, which would be so fun to do. It would. <laughs> the audience would be wild about that, yeah. wouldn't they? Rock and roll would be another one, and I don't know if we're going to do that one or not, but we have one bareback horse and four riders, and the first person goes to pick up the second person, and the first person has to get off. And then the second person goes to get the third, and the third ha- or the second person has to get off, and then the third goes and picks up the fourth, and the event is done. So basically three trips up and down the arena. And I can recall back in the day, we had some brothers. There were four brothers that 36 seconds. Oh, wow. They are rolling, and that first is flying off because the second person's pushing them off. Kind of like and the Indian races then. That you, see. And it, you know, maybe we can run into some safety issues now, but <laughs> it was fast and flying. That sounds fun. So uh, pretty cool deal. But we will be at Equifest for the four days. We will have some demonstration videos um, showing. We're, we've got some giveaways we'll be doing. We want everybody to come by and see the booth. Um, we want to share information about where we're located, where the shows are. Some of the saddle clubs do have a membership fee. They're very reasonable. Some of our saddle clubs are actually considered open. So uh, you do have to compete at a show underneath a saddle club name. We actually just changed it to where we don't have to worry about a horse's name so much. That was a new rule, and that's been 74 years in the coming, as far as I know, where, you know, Horses change throughout the year. People get uh, maybe an injury or something, and they want to be able to still go. It's pretty easy to jump on another horse and still compete for the day. And maybe you end up borrowing a friend's horse for the day and, and do one or two events there because your horse had something ha- awkward happen that you, that day. We all know that those things happen. So yes. we really just want to make it more available to everybody. We want everybody to join us the activities we've got a couple of benefit shows early in the season one's going to be in phillipsburg one's going to be in bentley kansas um normally we do one and this year the facility that was available became a little bit price prohibitive so we scheduled two benefit shows and then we'll have our state finals labor day weekend and we went indoors to lions kansas we fought the rain a couple of the previous uh, labor days uh, trying to get into our outdoor arena so we ventured over into an indoor facility last year and we liked it we're going to do it again this year well that's great well at the Equifest, do you know where your booth is going to be located for the listeners so they can find you that is a great question and my secretary has that information and i will be glad to get it to you so you can mention it but i do not have that okay all right well the other thing too i wanted to make sure we tell our listeners if they're interested in um what you've got going on, how do they reach you? Do they go onto your website? Can you share the contact information? Absolutely. We do have kwhaonline.com, Kansas Western Horsemen's Association, online.com. We've got a lot of our information there. We do have a Facebook page, Kansas Western Horsemen's Association. Reach out. We've got administrators taking care of things. Uh, There's 
a complete list of our board of directors. We'll be glad to get you information and get you in contact with people in your area to join us for some wonderful fun activities for the summer. We're getting ready to kick up, I think. March 15th is our first show. We'll go clear up till about three weeks before the state finals, which gives us time to get everything ready for the state finals and our programs printed and great, great family fun, great friendships over the years. Uh, we'll have an annual banquet this fall in October at Russell, and we're trying to reach out to a lot of our, um, I'm not going to go, I'm going to go alumni with this particular term, alumni, people that might have been showing way back in the day they might have been some of our judges we're going to try and get quite a few more people involved in our annual banquet just because of this 75th year we actually will have a um, online store for some of our merchandise this year as well too so oh, that's nice. a lot of fun activities going on that's great i'm so excited to hear about this because growing up uh there was a lot of horse shows you could go to and you entered for a dollar or you entered for mm-hmm. you know two dollars and and uh same way you know they were oh they were open and you could go every weekend somewhere and getting to be with the uh older folks that's been there done that and um, and being able to, it was almost, it was like, like you said, it was family-like and, you know, everybody looked for it. Are you coming next weekend? And, you know, we'd go to different arenas and, uh, Absolutely. and compete and, uh, just, just great. And I, I think of all those memories and how that helped, uh, you know, how I competed, uh, being, you know, learning to be gracious and, and, and helping others and stuff. So this is just fantastic. Kansas Western horsemen, Mm -hmm. horsemen. That's great. And congratulations on your 75 years. Yeah. Yeah, 75 years. Um, we found some old documentation. We used to have a published manual called the Horseman's Herald. They got away from that a few years ago. So now we do publish most of our documents and information online. But we're pulling up some of those old heralds. We're going to try and scan those in and maybe do some online trivia type questions with our crew. Uh, I do know that we have several that we've got grandpa, kids, and grandkids competing i'm not sure we have anybody with four generations out there there might be i'd have to dig a little deeper but i know we've got some three generation families going um i actually have three fairly young grandbabies right now so i'm kind of hoping to get them started with the lead line here shortly we do the lead line we do the walk trot horsemanship for the younger kids perfect Um, it's so fun watching those little ones it is. And you talked about the dollar entry fee. Of, yes. You know, basically <laughs> for about $8, I think you can kind of get entered for the day. Now we have upped it a little bit because we do $2 for the host club and a dollar for our scholarship committee. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, several scholarships that we award at the end of the year based upon our applicant pool. And that's still and so affordable at that. You know, this was eons ago when it was a dollar. <laughs> so, it sounds like it's yeah. back when gasoline. It was, yeah. <laughs> Gasoline was way cheaper. <laughs> we, we have been doing a few barrel race fundraisers here and there with my background and expertise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been pulling in some of my friends from the more competitive side, and we do a few fundraisers. But we just still try and keep it pretty reasonable for the youth and, and uh, raise money, try and have a wonderful finals and the year-end facility we actually just had our spring kickoff meetings last saturday in russell and that's just a 
update everybody on any changes from the fall, get together, see everybody. We had what we call the Super Bowl, the S-O-U-P-E-R Bowl. So we all had a, we all brought soup and everybody else oh. to eat. Oh, that's cool. Super Bowl festivities, even though it was a week after the actual Super Bowl. But it's been fun. Perfect. Just gets everybody back together, get ready to kick off the new season. Great, great, great group of people, great group of officers. Love all the families that we get to work with. It's, it's fun, fun, fun all year long. It certainly sounds That's like great. it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a here. great time. And I, I, I look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Yeah, we look forward to meeting you there at Equifest. Mm-hmm. And awesome. I will find the booth for you, and I will okay. uh, tell you where that is so you can share that information. But I do not have that in front of me. And we will have rule books available if people want to see that. But we actually have a rule book posted online. I didn't just count, but there are so many events that we do. Pole bending, peg bending, flag race, two barrel flag. Oh, you do kegs? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I had, um, yep, that was (laughs) memories from. 28 feet apart versus 21 feet apart. Uh, Musical chairs is one of our old events. uh, The second week in June, we have our scholarship fundraiser, and they usually try and pull some of these old events that we used to do. Water carrying race, where you have colored water in a bucket on one end of the arena and a cup and you got to take the water in the cup to the other end and fill a jar and so it takes several trips obviously to get that but that's one of our old races that's great (laughs) i remember hangman race Uh, yeah we rescue race is always a good one we used to do an old pony express sometimes that one comes back around we have a state show committee that picks our events that we're doing for the finals. And so that has been determined, but we obviously can't do them all in order to get done in a weekend in two days. But sure. every once in a while, some of these others will, will pop up and we'll rotate through the schedules. So. That is so fun. I love yeah. that. And I know that families would love watching things like that if they can't participate. Um, yeah, great. And we also, you know, anytime we're putting on these events, you know, we need people helping with the concession stands and we try and get the gate set up in a very safe scenario that we don't always have to have somebody on the gate to open and close it. So kind of the weaving panel scenario so that uh, people can't run in and out of the arena for safety purposes. But we also are very mindful of, um, you know, the help that it does take to put on the show and most of our arenas have gone to where we're running two lanes at a time now, so we've got two sets of electric eyes out there. Obviously, we still keep safety in mind as we do so, and uh, just makes our shows run a little quicker if we need them to. But fantastic! Yep. Sounds like a great setup, a great place to be, and uh, hopefully, our listeners will check you out, and uh, maybe some of the listeners that are involved in the horse shows around here on the eastern side will uh give you a buzz and kind of get some coming over this way yeah that would be awesome and we did just have a new development we just discovered with 4-h that they used to have the regional qualification show for state and they've gotten away from that and we have found out that associations like ours will count towards their qualification for the state finals oh good yeah i have barrels pulls and flags so if the kids come to any of our events and do one of those events they automatically meet the qualification we do offer horsemanship for our youth 1 to 9 10 to 13 14 to 17 
it's our understanding that 4-H requires a pattern. We don't always do a pattern, but if we have youth coming to our shows and we know that they need a pattern, we will definitely help them accommodate and get those qualifications they need for the state. Yeah, we need to get nice. word out for to the 4-H groups then because they probably don't know this. They're just, it's pretty new, and we're going to try and have a little more information. We have to get permission to use the 4-H emblem and everything of that nature, but I believe we're trying to put a display together for our booth there at Equifest to indicate that that's new for the year. Good. Yeah. Good. So, so, yeah, we've got Equifest. We've got uh, a lot of shows in Bentley, uh, Kansas, Bennington, Kansas, Hayes, Kansas. Um, Phillipsburg will have quite a few in that direction. Um, the Hayes Arena, actually, the Ellis County Fairgrounds will get used quite a bit. Plainville, Kansas, Stockton, Kansas. We're going to be out at Dighton. We're going to be at Smith Center. Walker, Kansas, which there's a little rural. You know, there's not much in Walker, a church in about 10 houses, but north of town, there's an arena. <laughs> That's so, fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Larner, this city's jumping back in this year. We have some people that hadn't been around there. Joaquini's going to get some. Colby, Oakley area's got a few. Well, that is a busy summer. You want to go, we can get you there. Leota. Isn't that great? The ones that are on the schedule so far, and there's still clubs that are sending in their that's fantastic. I love hearing this. I love hearing this. I just, you know, growing up around all of them, you know, and, you, and around here that there's, there isn't anything really, you know, as far as that. I'm mean, of course, a lot of rodeos and things like that, but for, for the little kids to go to, um, you know, when we were young and, and I, yeah. I appreciate all the hard work that you do for everybody because this is Thank great. You. No, it's, uh, it's, it's a wonderful association. Like I said, I cut my teeth there. Uh, I think by age three, mom had me in the lead line, and I pretty much went solid until I was off to college. Took a break, went and raised my family in a different location, and, and got to move back to this area about five years ago. And I was using it to train my clients. I love it for my poles. They sure. Experience the pop up tents mm -hmm. and the umbrellas. And, Yep. Uh, we don't always have a lot of banners and things on the fences, but um, I actually use banners here at home and hang them in the wind so my horses get used to them. And you bet. So they get used to traveling. And the announcers, uh, you know, taking them yeah. to different arenas, that's something that's yeah. huge to get the, yeah. So even if they get to stand at the trailer all day while they're there, it's a learning experience. They hear so. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a great conversation. I'm so glad to learn about your program. Thank you, Melissa, Jenna. I appreciate it. appreciate the opportunity to visit with you and uh, look forward to meeting you at Equifest. Yes, you too. that sounds great. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast to you. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock. <laughs>